and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend from Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing okay, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. Uh, the topic for this week is temptation. And all we really want to do here is sort of visit with what it is and what it can do to us and how to avoid it. So how do you want to start the conversation off about temptation? Uh, I'll start out with an Oscar Wilde quote. He said, I can resist anything but temptation. Yeah. Not, not quite true, but, you know, we all have the fruit of self-control. We just choose not to use it sometimes. What's in your power to do is also in your power not to do. And yeah. I think that that's, that's the important thing. All right. So, and let's say there are like three major causes or sources of temptation, right? Materialism, you see it and you want it. Uh, pride, right? You need to be right all the time. And yes. then and hedonism, which is the most familiar one, it's lust for things of the flesh, chocolate and sex and so forth. And temptation threatens our self-control, right? It fuels our desire for things that are not good for us, right? Yeah, without question. I mean, the three steps leading to it really are the suggestion, the pleasure it elicits, and then finally the consent given to it. But I think that you know, the three major ones are the ones you named. And the devil does this. First, he tempts us with lust of the riches, you know. Um, and once we once we get that, we go after the worldly things. And that becomes unbounded pride, you know. So riches, then uh, honor, you know, and then third, pride. And pride is uh, the root of all evil. And we see that rampant today, right? Pride is when you believe um you know, you, you, you like certain teachings of the church and then and then you reject the work, the, the rest. It's not Christ and his church you believe in, but you believe in yourself. And that's that's what pride is. So that's kind of the main one. Yeah, well, I, I think what we say, what do we mean when we say that pride is a cause or source of temptation, right? Wanting to be right all the time. Think of times when you're in a meeting with people and everyone's offering strong opinions, or if you're in an argument with a spouse or a friend. Now, you may know that it's best to maybe say nothing at that point, but your pride tempts you to blurt out or fire something back. Why? Because of your untamed need to be right. So we have to learn to sort of anticipate these situations and resist that temptation to assert our being right. Yeah, I hate I hate those because those I consider like unforced errors. Yeah. You know, there is there's something deep that tempts everyone. Um and and when the when you're tempted it it calls your name and we tend to look in that direction. Yeah. And what happens is sin will always take you deeper than you want to go, and it'll stay longer than you want it to stay. That's why you can't negotiate or entertain uh, temptations. We have to reject the things that we know are our weaknesses right away. It's like when a man sees a beautiful woman. It's not the first look. It's the second, third, and fourth look that get them in trouble. Yeah. I mean, as far as things that are not good for us, I mean, if we say that we have to avoid everything that's not good for us, I remember after I had a procedure for kidney stones and the doctor gave me a fairly strict diet with a long list of pleasurable things that I couldn't eat. 
And I said to him, well, how can I remember all these different foods to avoid? And he said, look, if it tastes good, spit it out. Now, is that the same with temptation? Like if you feel a desire for anything, you should avoid it? Yeah, I mean, anything that's bad. But, you know, the thing a lot of people confuse temptation with sin. Right. It's um, not as it's not temptation in and of itself is not a sin. Correct. No, no, no. Even, you know, we're going to be temptation uh, tempted all our life. You know, that doesn't make us disagreeable to God, provided we don't consent to it. Why is that? Because in, in temptation, we do not act. We're acted upon. You know, if we don't take yeah. pleasure in it, we commit no fault. But, you know, as you know, that's a big if that's that's a tough thing. Like as they say, because the devil's always trying to get at you. Well, the Adam and Eve were tempted by the devil, right, with fruit, which Eve first accepted and gave to her husband. And that giving into temptation was, of course, a calamitous event for mankind. In fact, it represents the fall of mankind, not being able to resist temptation. And the Lord's own prayer that he gave us is, give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We're always asking God through his prayer to help us to avoid these temptations. You, you need you need God. You can't do it on your own. You know, The devil wants us to play the blame game, uh, blame somebody else. But we have to take responsibility for our thoughts and actions. You know, he also wants us to remain silent. Jesus, on the contrary, wants us to go to our confessor or a spiritual director and talk it out. And he'll give us hopefully good advice to help us with this. That's a good uh, suggestion, a good point. We're tempted at times, if, if, we're, if we're not vigilant, to lose hope. And when things don't go our way or they begin to fall apart, we ask, why has God led me here? Or why can't God intervene and put an end to this? Think about this. Why didn't Jesus just come and assume more earthly power? Why didn't he come as a king? Wouldn't he have had more influence and gather more people? And wouldn't he have had more control and, and be better able to inhibit injustice? That's a tempting thought in and of itself. Why is God this way? St. Luke writes in the Bible, the, the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence and said to him, all these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. And at this, Jesus said to him, get away, Satan. It is written, the Lord your God shall you worship and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. And here's a thought, Frank, maybe when we're able to resist temptation, it's pleasing to God and that the angels will come and comfort us, that there's some spiritual reward in this for us if we can avoid temptation. Absolutely. But, you know, I think the key to it is discipline. It's yeah. not talked about enough today. Everybody wants what they want. They want to do whatever they want to do. They want to be told they're right. But discipline is the most important thing. If you can, you know, you can say no to anything if they know the consequences are bad enough. You know, the undisciplined person is really like a like a octopus on roller skates. You know, they're like all over the place. And you must you must remember that St. Francis Sales says it best. He says, there's no doubt that bears and wolves are more dangerous than flies. Nonetheless, they do not annoy you as much or try your patience as much. And yeah. think of it. It's easier to avoid outright adultery than it is to avoid lustful thoughts. It's easier to avoid becoming drunk than to observe sobriety constantly. And it's easier not to steal than to covet someone's property. So those are the things that we have to worry about. The kind of the everyday 
things. We have to strive to wipe those out of our life and change our thoughts for the better. And with God's help, we can do it. You just can't get discouraged, but you need God and you need prayer. You need to constantly pray, as St. Matthew says, that you do not enter into temptation. I like what you're saying about uh, be careful with the small stuff. I mean, even just looking at porn can lead to the next step or, you know, just just having a drink here and there at the wrong time of the day or week can also lead to other things. Same thing with drugs. So it is a good idea. And I think that as you avoid those little things, as you say, Frank, with God present in this, in all of this, with Jesus present in this, who himself was tempted, maybe that avoiding these temptations or overcoming these smaller temptations can help us to grow in holiness. Without question, um, you know, the first thing we need to do, we talk of is conquer ourselves, you know, to get free from something, it's going to be uncomfortable for a while, but you have to stick with it. And it absolutely helps you grow in holiness and become closer to Christ when we can overcome these temptations. No joking around about temptations today, Frank. Good job. I like it. Uh, Folks, don't forget to like us, follow us. Send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Yeah, God bless, Deacon. Thanks.